Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Looks Like We Made It. I'm Izzy Howell and I'm joined by Managing Director and Creative Industry Expert Chris to talk all things video marketing. We are the father and daughter who run the fabulous video production company Howell Film and we help everyone achieve amazing results with the power of video across all platforms and media, including TV, in a professional, creative and engaging way. Couple this with a clear video marketing strategy that puts target audiences first, your campaign is guaranteed to deliver. We're always up for candidly conversing about creativity. On this episode, we are discussing video marketing on a budget so without further ado let's get started and of course never miss an episode every tuesday by giving us a follow or subscribe as well as finding howl film on instagram and linkedin let's go hello everybody hello did you have a good long weekend i had a very nice long weekend actually yes it was lovely i spent it in the um i spent it with some um excellent older people shall we say (laughs) (laughs) It's <laughs> just the way you said that. <laughs> so, Very yeah, all nice. good. Yeah, really That's good. how I spend every day. All right, okay. <laughs> Even older than me is what I mean. <laughs> okay, so video marketing on a budget. How about you? you? Yeah, so did you have a nice weekend? Yes, I, I like I said on the radio show I was on, I did nothing on behalf of Her Majesty. So oh, I sat and enjoyed doing Excellent. absolutely nothing. Excellent. Okay, um, so video marketing yes. on a budget. Yeah, so you um, burst in and mm. you had a question for me. And you okay. were like, something to do with not having any money. Fire yes. away. Well, well, obviously, my answer. Well, what I would say is, having no money it ju- is just a challenge. That's all it is. You've just got to find a find a solution to. I, I don't mean. Sorry, I don't mean that in a facetious way. I.e., oh, you've got no money. Deal with it. <laughs> I don't mean that at all. What I'm saying is, from a video marketing perspective, having little or no budget shouldn't be a deterrent to doing some good quality stuff and still embracing the magic and the joy that is bringing video marketing to your business and organization. Absolutely. I think I think the key thing with it is that we talk about obviously how video content for smaller businesses in particular or for businesses in general is a fantastic springboard to just showcase what you do, celebrate what you do to your customers and give them before they've even met you a brilliant experience to do with your company. But Obviously, there is that thing of, oh, if you're a startup or a very new or smaller business, you might be there going, yeah, I need that. But, oh, you know, things uh, I may not have the budget for it right now or I don't know how to do it. But there are so many different out thing, outcomes you can have and Absolutely. outputs you can have. I'll give to you a great that. example. Um, so recently I took part in a pottery workshop um, as a as an out of work thing. Um just because I love, uh, I love throwdown, and and so anyway, I went along to this pottery workshop, and we all introduced ourselves. And the guy that was running it, Lee, smashing guy, said, "Oh, I want to take some pictures. I want to do some video of the pots I've made. What camera should I should I buy?" Asking me as the as the, the one that's the, in your pocket. Well, yeah. Well, I said the camera you should buy is a cheap tripod and a cheap light. Yes. And, and he said, "What?" And I said, "Don't buy a camera. You've got one." Yeah. And he said, because, you know, don't go out and spend, don't spend, in fact, so I found him some links uh, on on that famous um, website that we all hate, but we all use. Um, (laughs) And, you know, literally, literally, an an iPhone tripod is about 13 quid. And a a fairly decent. Even with a ring light attached to it. An okay, yeah, ring light attached to it or an okay, an okay light. You know, literally, you can be up and running with a little studio set up for less than 100 quid 
-hmm. And that's my point. My point is that learning the basics, get a tripod. Literally, that's my, my that's my answer to anybody who wants to film anything. <laughs> you know, yeah. unless you know, because instantly having having a static image that even you can you can sort of um, you can get a bit of a pan going on, you can tilt it round, you can do all sorts of stuff. But having a st a steady starting point really gives clarity to your to your video and it really gives a, a professional feel and and learn about lighting yeah. you know literally if you type if you go on youtube and type in you know help help me with my lighting for product photography or product videography there's millions of people there's there's yeah. our, there's you know and then like all these things there's a you know nine-year-old in philadelphia <laughs> who knows more than any of us well, there's, there's um, always a, and there's there a you are you're up and running there is i mean the the reality is a bit like any industry is that the basics, the raw basics of the industry do, they, they obviously what filmmakers learn at university, they're what they learn when they're on the job. It's it's part of what we do. It's not like some kind of like mystical thing. It is is genuinely production. Um, but you can apply the very basics and still get quite a lot of results because I did a live on this on Instagram recently all about it. So you can have a look at it. But I made a very, very strong point, I believe, in that you shouldn't feel discouraged when you look at stuff or you look at content on YouTube, you look at content on Instagram, you look at content on TikTok or wherever it may be. You don't want to look at that and go, oh, that looks brilliant. I couldn't do that myself. I may as well not bother. Or, oh, that looks brilliant. That looks like it took him an hour. I'm going to try and have a go at this myself. And it's a really elaborate transition filled intensely beautifully lit you know cinema it's got cinematography it's got this and that you you can't achieve that and often the things that look the most effortless took the most amount of time and that's kind of how we do it in what we do but you shouldn't just look at the highest level of stuff and think right I've got to achieve that I think there is a real value in just keeping things simple so you said just have a tripod and some nice light and make sure people can hear you make sure you're not like right in front of a sunny window or in the dark and just keeping it simple but staying focused on your message and having some value in what you're saying will make a massive difference to your viewability 100% and I would, I would add to that by saying you've got to practice you've got to keep doing it practice 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 absolutely just 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 don't put yourself under any pressure if you've got you know you can and also come and talk to people like us you know as 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 we all know you know we do like <laughs> we do like a chat um you know you'd be amazed we do we get lots of people contacting us um, but not as many as you'd imagine people ringing and saying oh you know my son or daughter wants to go to university what do you think about this course or you know i want to get into video what where do i start i want to start a video business you know how much mm -hmm. money do I need? All that sort of stuff. And I think it's. I think go and talk to people that are doing it for a living because yeah. actually, a what's the worst thing they can say is go away. Well, you know that's it. You can live with that. And, but generally speaking, most people, um, particularly most creative people, they you know they they like to talk about what they do. They're passionate mm -hmm. about what they do, and and they'll give you some real insight into um, you know into into how to. You know, to answer your question, how to get get on with it, but practice, practice, practice. Because again, using the the pottery, you know, not that you no know, pottery is fresh in my mind today. <laughs> I on know. This podcast. I'm still waiting for the mug I ordered. Well, no, it, it takes six <laughs> weeks to fire the mug oh, I made. God, how big but, is the mug? No, but the pottery guy was saying though, a lot of people that go on his course buy a potter's wheel, but right. but then they never they never get they never even bother firing the the finished pots. They just do it. They just do it. They make the pots, and then they then they scrunch them up and, and chuck them in the. It's a bit like the, fishing and putting the yeah, fish. Yeah, they just scrunch up, put in the clay pot, and keep going. And when they've mastered it, 
and they've and they've created something they really really want to fire, then they get that fired. But there are people that will make hundreds of pots, and then just for the just to hone their skill, and then it's then it's the ones later on in, that they that they get fired, or ones that particularly blow them away that they get fired. But they don't they don't have an urge to go right. Every pot has to be has to be just to prove a point, just to prove a point, yeah. or just because at the end of the day. Who wants like <laughs> 60, to... <laughs> 60 bowls that are all the same? Or, yeah. and, you know, or who wants like. Drink your cup of tea and yeah, a hole in you know, it. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day. But what I'm saying is to hone your skill, keep practicing without, yeah. you know, everything you make, you've not got to publish. Everything mm-hmm. you make, you've not got to put on YouTube. You're not going to put on Instagram, or whatever. Just make some films. Just just have a go. Try some. There's tons of free software out there. Anybody that's got a, an Apple computer gets gets iMovie, just get out there and, and, yeah, and, and, and just, I think, just do it. I think like that's really how, in reality, when you really boil it down right back to the beginning, even creatives in the creative industry or professional creatives were beginners as well at some point. Like I, at some point in my life, I wasn't born like, you know, Hulk clutching a DaVinci Resolve speed editor. I, I was. <laughs> no, but like I, it, it's something that you, there is a point where, Earlier on in your life, you went, right, I'm going to learn this. And and I think like, you know, particularly with something like editing, I mean, you, there are things that make people maybe more naturally talented at it, a bit like drawing or singing or whatever. Any kind of creative art has some kind of, you can be a natural in it, but also it comes with just trial and error. It's, ooh, it's being adventurous enough to be able to just press a button and go, ooh, what does this do? Or, ooh, what does this do? And you can't break anything. You can't hurt anything. You know, and as Picasso said... Right. Everybody's born an artist. It just gets beaten out of you. Oh, it's true. <laughs> Honestly, seriously, everybody, everybody's cre- people go. Oh, I'm not creative. I've got a creative bone in my body. And you think, well, of course you are. Of course yeah. you are. Just, just try stuff. Do something. Just squidge some bit of clay. Absolutely, I'm obsessed. <laughs> squidge some clay between your fingers. You know, get a. You know, in a sense, you 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 can pursue something, and you can and you know even even your approach to it can be creative. Mm-hmm. Even you know, I I I'm I'm a I'm a real drum banger for for people just getting out there, trying stuff, and and just just being, just being a bit adventurous. Just yeah, give it a go. absolutely, and and it's and you got to think like. Creativity, you, you can't. I mean, it's it's something that doesn't cost money. No, but then to caveat what I'm saying, I'm yeah. just because uh, my brain is is obviously kind of about six seconds behind my mouth. <laughs> just to kind of caveat what I, what I was saying earlier though is, before you apply your kind of starting point films you're making, don't apply them to your million pound business off the bat. Although saying that, you should then be paying a proper film company to make your films anyway. So maybe that's not relevant. What I'm saying is though, don't go. I've got no budget for films because for whatever reason, and then go. I'm going to make my own, and then be, and then then be a bit kind of homemade and amateurish, and then apply that to your business straight straight away. That's a yeah. bad. That's a bad move. What's a great move is to have fun making some films mm-hmm. with friends and family or whatever, and then when when you're when you in a position when you can apply those skills, yeah. then go along to perhaps some of the workshops that you run. Um, you know, and learn about some of the key things like lighting, sound, copyright, which is a big issue, a big, oh, God, a big yeah. issue. Um, and actually then apply those skills. And then what you can do is go, then you'll realise to do it properly is actually a lot of work. And then yeah. you realise realize why, why people like us charge a very reasonable amount to... <laughs> 
to produce high quality yeah, um, content. Absolutely, and I think I think we that was a bit ranty, wasn't it? No, I, I appreciate it I, because the um because <laughs> when you when you think about it, I, it's something I don't know if you get asked this is that you're a film company. Why are you telling people to do it themselves? And actually, it. It helps us. It works for us because what we're not we're not we we're not selling products. We're selling an experience. We're selling a result at the end of a process that people will get a real good professional benefit from. But the reality is, is that if people have gone through that process before or they've had some experience, they've kind of pressed they pressed export or they've pressed post and they've seen it happen. They've seen some results come and they've gone, oh, that was exciting. Or, oh, I got a flurry of customers after I put this video out. Or, oh, I've got 10,000 views of this video. Oh, my God. It, 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 it's an it's a boost to people's business. It's a boost to their, uh, their, their kind of confidence and everything like that. And and we then get them skipping into the office going, oh, my God, I've, I know what you mean now. I, I've experienced it. I know that this works. And now I, it's, just, it's the same formula, but we have obviously, a professional element to it but the the actual process of putting content out there and having a strategy and having a focus is something that people can do at I home I agree with you 100% well said Thank there's you. no mystery there's no mystery to it it's no. just basically you know graft I think that's the, that <laughs> you know, is that there's is no the mystery problem. we we actually go out of our way to to, to demystify the Cause, film industry cuz how many how many people have you spoken to in the world of business who have said I've recorded so much content that I'd love to put out there and what is it that they say is stopping them from putting it out there in terms of time consumingness well it's editing isn't it that's the that's the key you know as we well as anybody hours as anybody as anybody who has spoken to us at length or listened to us at length or whatever knows that if you've if you've got a naught to a hundred scale to to produce a film well naught to 70 is probably pre-production, planning, building, logistics. selling, organising, logistics, and all yeah. those things, 70 to 72 to 75 <laughs> is probably filming the damn thing. Yeah. And then 75 to 100 is producing it and editing it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, I think, and on a sliding scale, that's pretty much kind of how it is. There's a lot of content sat on people's phones. There's a lot of content yeah. sat on people's computers that they go, I, I'm really good on camera and I enjoyed filming it. And filming it's great, but it's also like going to the supermarket and buying a bunch of raw ingredients and then not knowing what to cook out of it and just sort of leaving mm, it in your cupboard. Good analogy. Well, it's true because because that's what editing is. It's taking a bunch of ingredients, a bunch of raw ingredients that don't really serve a purpose on their own and putting them into a, an enjoyable, digestible dish. That oh, is all. That's a, all. An enjoyable, digestible well, that's, dish. That's all, that's well, that's all I'm going to use your analogy and, and expand on it. Excellent. I'm gonna, I love I'm, analogies. I'm going to raise you. <laughs> it's a bit like going out and spending two grand on a on a posh cooker if if you don't know anything about if you can't cook a meal you can't yeah. it, that's the same with cameras with us people go oh yes i'm going to i'm going to go out and get myself a red i'm going to go out and get myself this i'm going to get you know i i've been advised i need to spend 10,000 pounds on a lens and it's kind of like well if you don't know how it works yeah go and spend go and spend not go and go on the you know flea market and get a lens for 30 quid because yeah. in reality it won't do you any good. You won't know how to work it. And the same goes for your cooking and the and the and the cooker and the ingredients and stuff. It's 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 about putting something together. Like when because oh, I feel the, ranty. I don't know I why. Know, I'm ranty. It's it's uh, it's the uh, post long weekend that's getting to you. It but is. the um, but I think like and that's that's the the key thing with any of this is that it's it is about 
that final product and also about having an idea of what you're going to do with it afterwards. So you want to, when, when you're making the content, you just want to the whole time you're planning it or that you're filming it or that you're editing it or attempting to edit it. And, you know, there's training on that in, if, in my future <laughs> workshops. Um is that whole thing of having just something next to you on a post-it or something reminding you, what am I doing this for? Why am I doing it? Yeah, a bit of and, planning. And having that sense of, because you can go off on tangents, as, as, as we know, you can do all sorts of different things and then put something together. And then by the time you've got to the end of putting that film together, you might think, well, that's nothing like what I originally thought, which is absolutely fine. So long as you know how to apply it in a different way. It's all about, remember, video marketing isn't a platform. It's a resource. It's a tool. It's something that goes on other platforms to enhance your visibility enhance something or get you a result so there's no point just making content willy-nilly that has no goal out of it it's a bit like going to a networking event and just talking about the weather and going home like for businesses there has to be some kind of goal in mind at the end of it and video content acts in the exact same way brilliant so what if it was a network event solely for meteorological experts well then, it's like going and talking about hot dogs the whole time and going home. Is this... <laughs> what if it was? A, what if it was the? Yeah. Okay, for a while. But you see what I mean? It, yeah, it's I do like, see what you mean. And I think that you know that a lot of social and it's not all about social media, but a lot of digital platforms now have given a lot of tools to people who aren't professionals to be applying some creative skill and some creative flair and you know like instagram reels tiktok etc i could go on and on and your customers might like it because that's yeah. the other thing as well so say as a, say as an example you have a product that needs to be assembled or you have a a, a a product that needs some kind of instructions or interaction actually you setting up your your iphone with a tripod and a light and saying thanks for buying my product this is how you put it together mm-hmm. would people love all that sort of stuff and 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 you know yes you could and should hire someone like us to do it, but if you can't afford it or you don't don't want to do that, then yeah, do it yourself because always... your customers lo- your customers will love it. Yeah, and there's always there's always consultancy as well. So there's always asking, just asking people and saying, well, how does this work? But what about? And obviously, we're talking about how like you'll put something out there and it'll be amazing. But what if you put something out there yourself that you've made and it doesn't perform very well? What's your advice in that respect? Well, if it doesn't perform very well. Um, I would say... Or if they get a bit of a, oh, I was expecting thousands of views and, oh, I was expecting loads of comments and loads of likes and I didn't get any of it. Oh, that's disappointing. And then they immediately just go, oh, well, I won't try that again then. That was a waste of time. What's your advice to those people? Well, I'd say do try it again. Um, learn learn from it um, and and go again. Just just say, okay, well, why didn't it? Ask people why they didn't yeah, like it, why it didn't say. work. Just ask the question, you know? Ask a professional why it doesn't work. And, and the same way you can ask, why did this work? Or how do I do this? I, I'd say ask someone who works in the creative industry, someone who works in marketing, or someone who works as an editor or a filmmaker or whatever, just to look at what it is you're doing. And because I think it's equally good if your content performs really well or it performs really badly because... Either way, it's giving you information. It's giving you data that gives you a sense of what your customers are wanting. So if you put out, if you're a shoe shop and you put out a series of reels about trainers and you don't get any views or any likes at all and people aren't interested and you start to lose followers, you might think, oh, well, maybe it's saying to me or maybe I need to look at my market research. Maybe I need to, maybe, are my customers interested in high heels? Are they interested in boots? What What am I going to start putting out there? And, and really it's a case of, again, trial and error and seeing what sticks because it will amaze you sometimes what things work for businesses that they never thought 
thought it might be reviewing something or unboxing something or just some people will just show their normal day in the life and people are curious about that. Like find out what it is that your customers need from you at that point. Brilliant. Right. I literally couldn't say that any better. Thank you. (laughs) I'll take that. Um, Okay, so that was really it for today. In terms of a question for you, what is the best thing you can do on a budget? What's the best thing? Give me a good idea for like saving some money, but doing something cheap. What's the best thing you can do on a budget? Like, I don't know, a day out, a meal, what sort of, give me something cheap that people can enjoy. Um, A walk. Okay. Well, I I mean, I mean, if you're getting down, if you're getting down to like, just enjoy. Well, I could be all kind of um, smoochy and it's like enjoy somebody else's company, enjoy the company of your family. Yeah, a walk is actually a good idea. A walk, go for a walk. If you look at if you look at all the kind of um, great kind of creative minds, there's a common thread, generally speaking, that you know for just a clear their head or help them with with sort of madness or whatever mm-hmm. but i'm thinking like dickens um you know the the, the just a lot there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of evidence that creative people like to walk yeah and and look around you work your senses that's what i that's the best have thing you, you do on a budget. have you heard of the imaginary dog mentality the imaginary dog which is where mentality. apparently you know how it's a mentality of dog walkers to have are you gonna say they, like you have a lead on a lead but no <laughs> just dog. an invisible lead no because dog walkers because they have a dog they will walk twice a day they'll go on and yeah, they'll yeah, actually yeah, exercise yeah. but there is a thing where you should almost treat it like you have to there is something telling you you have to go mm. out and walk twice a day because people unless they have a pet don't do that so you should actually say right i need to actually walk twice a day i need to go out and walk around the park and come back and it's the imaginary dog but um in terms of a budget i'd say yeah walking is a good idea um not unless you're going you know several hundred miles and don't pull a forest gump in that respect um but i'd say just try and put a bit of flavor into things like you know just because my mother is very good at this where she will get like several things from little that cost about 20p each and then it'll taste like a michelin star meal i think try and be like savvy with different things and try and make things taste good brilliant well that's like that's a that's the case that's like um sort of making something greater than the sum of its parts, isn't it? Yeah. That's like taking things, like humble things of like three ingredients and yeah. and just creating something That's amazing. That's it, because I'm always thinking, oh, what my mum makes, these amazing dishes, are always going to take a billion different ingredients that will cost all this money. And then I'm there and she's actually got like something that's like 20p and I then must, something else from I here. must caveat that because the woman's actually got a choice of saffron. So um, <laughs> so there is another yeah. side, there is another there side is, of yeah. that. <laughs> well, you know, maybe she's just trying to tell me something yeah. by giving me budget meals. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, so that was it for today. That Fantastic. Was I enjoyed that. that so yeah. uh, we Bit hope we've... Been... in parts, but yeah, okay, but, you yeah, know, we got we, there. We'll take it. Um, we hope you've enjoyed this thing. Of course, if you enjoyed us so much, feel free to give us a rating and let us know what you think if you have a question for us to answer or you want to be a guest on our podcast please go to www.howlfilm.co.uk and drop us a line via our contact form there's still plenty more to talk about in the world of video marketing or rant about once again we're chris and izzy from howl film and we help everyone achieve amazing results with the power of video across all platforms and media including tv in a professional creative and engaging way couple this with a clear video marketing strategy that puts targets audiences first your campaign is guaranteed to deliver of course never miss an episode every tuesday by giving us a follow or subscribe as well as finding Howell Film on Instagram and LinkedIn. Bye for now. Bye for now.